0: Everybody and Welcome back to another episode of Buttermilk Boulevard. It's me, James, your wonderful host. Uh, I've been MIA for a while, haven't I? Uh, looks like my last post was back in October. Um, this is really just kind of a check-in podcast episode, um, whatever. Um, not scripted or anything. I have no notes in front of me or anything like that. Just kind of wanted to kind of fill you in on where I've been, what's been going on. Um, first of all, it was the holidays, of course, so um, part of my being MIA was just, you know, spending time with my family, just as everybody else is, especially in 2020 when everything was exploding. But hey, good news. It's a new year. So if it's any, th- hopefully it's nothing like a, a metal song. I keep seeing that meme uh, where the drummers hidden the China symbol <laughs> like right before a breakdown. So hopefully 2021 is not the uh, like a a hundred times worse than I guess the last one was, but um, or last year was. but. Um, You can tell it's unscripted. But yeah, so I've been gone uh, following my Grind podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed that episode. I mean, I worked really, really hard on it. Um, I did notice, I guess, later that some of the audio and stuff cuts out. I I didn't really notice it when I was recording here. Maybe it was just like an afterthought. But not, n- neither here nor there. I just hope anyone who listened to it enjoyed it. Um, so this is me basically telling you that following that Episode that like next week after I posted that it's like you know the universe decided hey you know what you get COVID <laughs> so um, yeah I got I got sick with uh, COVID nineteen um, it started out really odd uh, uh, pretty much right after I posted that um, grind episode that uh, that little horror story I did um, I started feeling kind of weird like I couldn't clear my throat um, that that's legit how COVID started for me. It wasn't like a dry cough or anything like that. It just, for some reason it felt like I, you know, maybe it was some phlegm buildup. I know that's kind of gross, but, um, this episode might be gross because it's basically me talking about being sick, but, um, yeah, so I just felt kind of weird and just kind of a little bit fatigued, but not really. And just, um, generally just like felt like I couldn't clear my throat almost like I you know, ate something and I had an allergic reaction or something like that. I don't really know. But following that, that day, you know, I did start to, it started to build up a little bit more. I started to get a little bit more tired and felt a little bit sluggish. Um, Again, I just kind of, you know, accompanied that with just, you know, having to work and all that stuff and just being exhausted from not probably not getting enough sleep and all that. So again, it's, it's, this is all like this early symptom stuff was almost, you could basically ignore it. It just felt like, you know, a normal kind of day. You just had something weird going on. You know how the body works. It's weird. Um, (laughs) so the long short of it is like a, a day or two later after I started feeling those kind of symptoms, my fever began to kick in. Um, that was the first real symptom I should say of COVID that I started feeling. Um, and it didn't I wasn't registering as a fever, but my body felt feverish. It was very hot. Um, I used the thermometer several times throughout the day. I just felt very steamy, like internally hot. Um, And despite the fact that, you know, I had the AC on and everything, I actually wanted it to be hotter. For some reason, my body was craving heat. Um, And that's really just, you know, the body response, trying to get rid of whatever, thing is inside of you, but again, I wasn't running a fever, so I just you know, I looked up WebMD stuff like everybody else did, and I'm like, oh great, now I have cancer, or I have <laughs> diabetes, or some sort of <laughs> strange illness that like only one percent of the population gets. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I started feeling a little weird. And then the next day the fever actually came in. Like I was registering a temperature started to feel really bad and sluggish. It was really hard for me to get out of bed. Um, so yeah, of course I called the doctor and basically went to the doctor right away, told my job that, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little ill. Um, I didn't think it was COVID to start because I have been in quarantine for nine months out of the year for 2020. Um, you know, literally like from March to December, I'd been in quarantine. The only time I really left was either to spend time with my family, which none of them were sick. So I, I know I didn't get it from any of them. Um, and then of course, uh, to vote, which, you know, as a good American citizen does, but I don't think I got it from there either because when I went to vote, nobody was there. It was like me besides like some of the rabid, you know, vote for this person outside the you know, library or whatever. Besides that, there really wasn't anybody there. It was no line. We didn't have to wait. We just, we show up, tap on the screen, squeeze some sanitizer and then left. But, um, the only other possibility that it could be is, you know, just, I live in an apartment complex and maybe somebody here had it. And I didn't tend to wear a mask when I went to take the trash out. Cause it's not that far. And I do have to walk my trash to like the actual bin itself. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know how I got it because I was, I was practicing all of the safety precautions that they said. Um, but if I got it, I guess I misplaced some safety precaution along the way, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so this is going to be a little bit of a shorter. I I just wanted to kind of outline how I felt because I, I feel like there is some misinformation about some of this stuff. I'm just trying to be a good Samaritan, I guess, but, Um, I did have, I was pretty lucky. I did go get tested and I did have a moderate case of it. I never had to be hospitalized. I feel very blessed about that. Um, I never had to be on a respirator and I know that there's a lot of people out there that had family members or friends or, you know, people passed away from the illness and stuff and that stuff didn't happen to me. So I don't want to undermine they're, you know, the things that they've gone through. So don't take any of this the wrong way. Of course, I feel like I like I said, I feel very blessed that I survived and my heart goes out to anybody who's having to undergo worse than how I had it. Um, I had it pretty bad, but I did not have to go to the hospital. Um, maybe I should have at some point, but nobody was really able to monitor me to tell me it was time to go or anything like that because they quarantining and all that stuff. So. Um, I had COVID for about five weeks, the entire month of November, uh, it dipped into a little bit of no- uh, December, just a little bit. And, um, basically my symptoms ranged from, you know, muscle aches, fever, cough, coughing things up. Um, taste was weird to me. Like I, one of my favorite things in the world is ketchup, believe it or not. Um, but the, like I couldn't eat ketchup like it made me nauseous, made me feel bad. Um, Of course, I had all the GI symptoms like my stomach felt bad, just felt generally in pain, very fatigued. Some some mornings it was very hard to get up. But I'll tell you what the actual worst symptom was um, besides the coughing, I'd say, because there was times where I would I would wake up out of bed in the morning and I would cough for like an hour straight. I would cough until it got to a point where I felt nauseous because of all the coughing. Like I, I felt like I needed to throw up. Um, and it was a fucking nightmare. Like the coughing was absolutely awful. Um, but the worst symptom I think that I had was that when I was sick with COVID, I could like put it on a timer when it started to kick in. So, I would wake up in the mornings, usually actually, when I say mornings, I would really just wake up like at four o'clock in the afternoon. My sleep schedule was all over the fucking place with this illness, uh but sometimes I would wake up at four o'clock in the afternoon, I would be feeling like absolute garbage, coughing up a storm, like I said, fever running wild, having to check my um pulse oximeter or whatever the heck I don't know what it's called, but it's that thing they put on your finger to check your respiratory system. Um so I had to monitor that and stuff like that. And then I would get calls from the doctor. I had to update them all the time. I would get calls from people who are, I don't know, research assistants and shit. And everybody's blowing up my phone when all I want to do is rest. Um so it's like that's COVID, I guess. Um but anyway, uh so I would get real ill and then I would stop like an hour or two after all of those initial symptoms and stuff. I might shower and eat a little bit or something. Um, I did not have a great appetite, but that was mainly related to everything tasting weird and off. Um, so I. So essentially I would around, you know, I don't know, I would start to feel better. And then it was almost like I didn't have COVID at all. Like, I would have, like, four or five hours of the day where I didn't feel sick whatsoever. Maybe a little bit tired, but um, otherwise, it's just... I was just sitting in, on the couch watching, you know, Mandalorian and watching Hellstorm on Hulu and Exorcist and all these random shows. Queen's Gambit, fucking awesome. Everybody should watch Queen's Gambit. Um, <laughs> it's one of the best shows last year besides Mandalorian, maybe. Um, but yeah, so anyway, they I, I would feel completely better... But like I said, that was the worst symptom because I could always tell you exactly it was around like, I would say, eleven thirty, twelve o'clock a.m. Because, again, my sleep schedule was off. If you wake up at four, you don't necessarily need to go bed at 10 or 11. Um, so the... I would start to like, feel a little bit ill, but it would hit me like a ton of bricks. Like somebody hit me with their purse with rocks in it or something. I mean, it, w- it really did just like 12, 12- 12, it would just kick right back in. Like it was nothing. And that was actually the worst part of it was that, um, kind of anticipation and knowing that mental kind of stress and anxiety that knowing that I will get, I will start feeling bad again. So I could never, the worst part about COVID is I never knew when it was done. Um, after a while, of course, you know, the fever and stuff, after it'd been three days and I hadn't had a fever and stuff, I started to kind of realize I was getting better. But the worst part about COVID is I would have days, I would have like two or three consecutive days where I was starting to feel better. And then I would just get hit with a wave of chills and fever and hot everything and just couldn't get out of bed. It was just stand up, I'd get lightheaded. Um, and like I said, that went on for like five weeks. I didn't actually, it was hard to tell when I was actually starting to get better because my, I guess, body systems were tricking me or like trying to, I don't know, pray, play a prank or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the only way, the only thing that I could do to really get around some of that is like I said, I was streaming a lot of shows. Um, I didn't really listen to any music while I was sick, believe it or not. I couldn't drink coffee, anything hot. I had to avoid it because heat for some reason would trigger my fever. Um, so yeah, it it was, it was a, it was a fucking nightmare. Long, long story short. Um, but I am back. You know, I started feeling better, like I said, and I kind of went back to work. Work was has been a nightmare. The holidays have been absolutely crazy as far as the insurance world is concerned. Um, people going out, visiting family members, traveling and all that stuff. It's like COVID didn't exist. And after having COVID, I actually have a newfound Disrespect for people who don't abide by the, uh, the covid symptom like just stay fucking inside man you are part of like if you don't wear a mask you are probably the person that gave me covid so go to hell um so it's that kind of situation where like i have a newfound disrespect for them and even though i i was already doing it it was more of a selfish thing like i can't i'm not gonna be the person that spreads it um especially after i actually waited like three weeks before I went out and saw my family again after my last symptom. I know they said like 24 to 48 hours after you have a fever, but again, it was tricking me. So there was a lot of times that I would have almost zero symptoms in the entire day. I would feel completely fine. And then by 1130, 12 o'clock, suddenly I have the worst chills I've ever had in my life. (laughs) You know, Um, I, like I said, I lucked out with the breathing part my lungs Seemed to be operating normal. I never really dropped before you know, below 97 on the pulse oximeter. And um, everything seemed to be fine is that, as far as that's concerned. So uh, I've, I feel very lucky that I didn't have to be hospitalized or anything. And I'm, I'm immunocompromised because I'm a kidney transplant. So um, recipient, kidney transplant recipient back in 2007. Neither here nor there. Story for another day. Um, <laughs> but because I'm immunocompromised because of my medication... Um, that's why it took like five weeks they're saying, and there's a chance that I'm still susceptible to getting it again because of my immune response. It doesn't necessarily work the same way everyone else's does. Um, so it works a little bit like that cyberpunk video game that came out that everybody's (laughs) suing. the bugs and glitches and stuff that my, my body system has a lot of bugs and glitches. And sometimes I end up in a wall, (laughs) you know, I get stuck in a car and it starts flipping, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm basically that, um, that kind of fuzz on a TV, but, (laughs) um, so, yeah, it, it was it was a nightmare and I don't recommend it to anybody. You really need to take if, if you take anything from this episode, you need to take this thing serious, because I I mean, there's people personally that I know that have had far worse than I went through. And like I said, I'm very feel very blessed and glad that I didn't have to do that stuff. But my heart goes out to those people again. Um, there are people that have been in the hospital for months. I saw on Reddit the other day that somebody's dad had been in the hospital for like four months straight uh, on a respirator, like on a trache and all that tracheotomy and all that stuff. And that's that's absolutely horrifying. You need to take this illness serious. Whether or not you think it's a hoax, there is clearly something going on that is causing people to get hurt, die, and sick. So you need to at least take that seriously. And if you don't take that seriously, you can go fuck yourself. But (laughs) just politely go fuck yourself. Um, So here's the uh, end of this little thing is I'm back. I'm back. I'm ready to put out more stuff. I'm feeling a little bit more invigorated about the podcast. So um, I do need to finish up. The Big Four with Metallica, I'm planning on getting that out next week. Of course, we know how things go, especially with my job right now being as crazy as it is. I can't promise that it'll be out next week, but I'm going to do my best to get it out there by next Monday. Um, So I'm going to finish off that Big Four, and hopefully that'll be a close to 2020. And then following that, I'm going to talk about 2020. (laughs) So um, right now on the schedule for me is I'm going to have the Metallica discography. I'm going to close out the Big Four and. Uh, Maybe I'll do it again as far as like ranking the top 10s or something like that. Maybe put it on YouTube or some shit. Um, And then I'm also planning on doing my top 10 albums of 2020. Uh, You're going to get that podcast whether you want it or not because I listen to 300 plus albums (laughs) in 2020. I mean, I had none better to do, but also artists were just pumping that shit out, bro. Like fucking Taylor Swift even came out with two albums last year. <laughs> like you you may see her once a couple of years, but um, you know, it's that kind of thing where uh, there was so many so much music and a lot of it was good, a lot of it was bad. And we'll get into that on a later episode. But uh nonetheless, like I said, short little thing, just kind of filling in on what happened. James is back. Buttermilk Boulevard is back. We'll see you in 2021. Happy New Year, everybody. Like I said, subscribe to the podcast if you want more content in the future. I don't normally do these kind of things. Normally I do music discographies. So if you like that kind of shit, subscribe to the podcast, except for last time when I did a horror story. So if you like that kind of shit, subscribe to the podcast, (laughs) follow the podcast or like it, share, comment, you know, the kind of gist you do this thing all the time. It's a modern 2021 world. So Happy New Year, everybody. Um, we got plenty of content coming to you this year until then I'm buttermunk Boulevard. I'm James with buttermunk Boulevard, non-edited. Um, y'all have a good one. Stay safe out there. Take this virus very serious. Watch for the vaccines. Go get it when it's available. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your family until next time. Rock on.